What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope this finds you well today. Hey, today I'm talking about the age-old debate. Is it better to be an owner-operator or a multi-truck large operation? Okay, and I'm going to do my best to be biased, right? I I have my personal beliefs, and I'll tell you them at the end. Um, But I'm going to give pros and cons to both, and I'm going to try to really explain to you guys why um, I think one is much better than the other. Uh, But before we dive into that, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this podcast every week. Uh, We try to at least get one episode out a week for you guys, and we've been getting really good feedback. Uh, not just reviews, but you know, clients that use us um, for the marketing side of things. We own a marketing company called Service Industry Marketer, and we just wanted to say thank you guys for listening. If you can do us a favor, we don't do any kind of ads on here, um, nothing like that, just straight value. The only thing we ask in return is that you would leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever the heck you listen to this podcast at, and then share it on your social media, whether it be Instagram um, or Facebook. So if you could do that, that would mean the world. Also, um, do us a favor. We're really trying to grow our Instagram page. Uh, if you search service industry marketer on there, you'll find us. You'll be able to see a lot of the print projects we do. Um we do a lot of stories on there about AdWords, and uh, you can just kind of follow up with us in real time of what we're doing and projects we're working on and stuff like that. Uh, and then also on YouTube, uh, we do our best to post a video once a week on YouTube uh, that also brings you guys value, um, just a much shorter version and more of a creative version uh, of content that we put out for all of our followers. So thank you guys for following us in all those places and listening to this podcast. So today... <clears throat> I'm talking to you guys about owner-operator versus multi-truck operation, okay? Is it better to be an owner-operator or is it better to have a large company, right? And I want to tell you guys a story. It's a real story of a you know a friend of mine here in Michigan. He owns a carpet cleaning business. He's been doing it for uh, probably 10, 11 years, and he's an owner-operator. Um, and I, I kind of want to give you his side, right? Because if you guys know me at all, you know that I own a larger home service business. Um, and it was always in my mind that I wanted to grow a large home service business. I never wanted to be the owner operator, but for this guy, um, he always wanted to be the owner operator and he still does. And he lives by it, man. I'm talking like passionate about being an owner operator for his home service business. Um, and so, you know, we go out and we do his windows every year and every now and then I'll swing in and, and say hi and, you know, I'm like, Greg, man, you need some employees. You need some employees. You're working, you know, you're working too hard. You're working too much. You can make more money. And he's like, listen, okay, here's the reason I like being an owner operator. He's like, I don't want to have to deal with employees going out and wrecking things. His biggest fear is that he's going to hire employees to go out and clean carpets, right? Or clean upholstery and they're not going to do a good job, or they're going to damage somebody's carpet. Um, and honestly, that is the main reason he doesn't hire people is because, Matt, I have too good of a reputation around here. I can't hire employees. They don't do as good of a job as me. And you know, it's way too high of a liability, blah, 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 right? And so for him, it's more important for him to work all these hours, right? His business kind of stay at the same revenue point every year because doing it by yourself or yourself with a helper, you can only do so much, right? 
and I think he does a little over a hundred grand a year, maybe hundred and twenty grand a year in revenue. Um, but he does that all by himself, and sometimes he has a helper that you know carries hoses or whatever else. And so I get that, right? I hear guys talking on the forums all the time about that, like, man, my employee messed up this job, or I'm not hiring employees. They can't do it as good as me. I get it, okay? I get the argument. I get why people feel that way. Uh, But I hopefully can bring you guys some light today of why that may not necessarily be the best way to think. And although in your head, that's the safe route, I'm going to tell you guys why it's actually the most unsafe way to run a business, okay? But before we do that, let's jump into some pros and cons of being an owner-operator. Like, what are the pros and cons to both? Let's let's lay them out on paper, and let's really see uh, what we're working with here. So I wrote some things down, um, you know, that I can see pros and cons. Because, like, listen, all of us who have employees at some point have, have con- you know, gone home at the end of the day and go, man... If I didn't have any employees, you know, especially if your business is doing two, three hundred thousand a year, you're like, man, if I didn't have any employees, I could pay myself more. I wouldn't have to deal with all these headaches. So let's just hang out here for a second. And the pros to being an owner operator. First is you're not dealing with, you know, staff. That's huge, right? I mean, that's by far, for me at least, and a lot of the guys I talk to, the biggest headache. You got to find people to work. You got to find good people to work. Got to find people that show up on time. You got to find people that care about doing a good job for your clients. That's really hard. So like, I understand that being a major argument for people who don't want employees or don't want to grow a bigger business. Um, another pro is having the you know a higher chance that the job's done right when you're doing it yourself, right? And so if you're doing all the work yourself, then you know that you're doing the best of your ability to get the job done right. Your callbacks are gonna be way less. I know this for a fact, because when me and my partner, our first year, we're doing all the work ourselves. I mean, I'm talking like, I don't know if we had any callbacks as I'm thinking about it right now, but now that we've got a bunch of employees, I'll be honest, we get callbacks all the time. And we'll go into that later, because uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing, okay? Um, another pro higher profit margins for one truck, man. If you're, if you got two guys running a truck for you and you're doing sales or answering phones or whatever, um, it is not going to be as profitable as if you were the guy out doing the work. Right. And so for sure, if you're an owner operator running one truck, you're going to make more money than if you had two guys running the truck for you. So there's a few cons or pros, but the cons I feel like outweigh the pros come owner operator. You know, it's not scalable. My buddy here in Michigan cleaning carpets, he's done the same amount of revenue for the last five years. Now, if that's your personality and you're okay with that, right? I don't want to say he's not growing, but he's not, right? He's not growing financially. His business isn't growing at all. He's just kind of staying where he's been for five years. That's okay if you're you're content with that, right? My personality is the opposite. It's not that I need more money. It's just that, for me to be fulfilled, I have to feel like I'm always growing. I'm always getting better. I'm building something better, right? Doesn't even mean that it produces more money, but I'm building something with more opportunity. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Um, so a con is uh, owner operator setup is not scalable. At some point, you will max out. Okay, uh, owner operators do not have a lot of freedom of their time. Okay, I know this for a fact. Another friend of mine owns a lawn care business. He's the same way terrified to freaking hire anybody. 
he works, you know, 60 hours a week. He's been doing that for the last seven years. He makes over a hundred grand a year cutting grass and plowing snow. But so what? He's got no freaking time. He gets home at seven o'clock at night. What kind of life is that? Right? So you have no freedom of your time. Um, this is probably the most important one of all to me. Okay. A con that if you go down, your business goes down. What I mean by that is if you get sick or you get hurt, you fall off a ladder, you fall off a roof, you slip on ice, break your back, break your leg, whatever, you know, God forbid, come down with a, an illness, right? If you're an owner operator, man, your business is gone. Okay. You don't, you don't have anybody to run it for you. So that is a huge con for me. And when I said earlier that I think it's more risky to be an owner operator than a larger operation, that is the major reason why. Okay. Um, and then lastly, the last con for me is that you just don't really have anything to sell. Okay. And some people would argue that, well, yeah, I do. I've got a client base of, well, oh, okay, I get it. But you're not going to sell anything substantial. Okay. You don't have a fully functioning business, a turnkey company that somebody can come in and buy and then they can, op, you know, they can run it. They're going to, if they buy your business, one of two things are going to happen. They're going to soak in your customer list into their existing business, which if, if that's what they do, then you're probably going to get paid less for, you know, for what you've built. Or the second thing they're going to have to do is they're going to have to either hire someone to run a truck or they're going to have to be the guy to run a truck. And I'm telling you, if that structure is not in place, the chances of finding a buyer to take that over is going to be slim. And if you do find a buyer to take that over, they're not going to pay you much. Okay. So owner operators just don't have much of an asset to sell at the end of the day. And for me, I'm building a business for multiple reasons, but man, one day I want to be able to exit it and say, bam, I got my big paycheck, right? I did well along the way. That was worth it. <clears throat> so there's some pros and cons of being an owner operator, right? Some pros and cons of being a larger operation, a multi-truck, multi-employee operation is it's scalable, right? If your business is systemized, okay? Because don't be tricked here. If you don't have a systemized company and you got a bunch of employees, does not mean that you're going to have more freedom of your time, okay? The trick is to get freedom of your time with a larger operation, you have to have a systemized business. Now, if your business is systemized, then totally, you can have way more freedom with your time, right? Like, I can't tell you, gosh, I take, you know, I take it for granted a lot. I'm not going to lie. But I go out to lunch whenever the heck I want. I go home whenever the heck I want. If I'm done, if I get done with all my stuff by one o'clock and I don't have anything left to do, I don't need to be at work, right? My staff is out doing the jobs and the phones are getting answered. I can go home, right? Now, that's not necessarily my personality, but at least I have the option, okay? So if you have a system systemized business, then you have a lot more time. Um, again, just like I said, if you get sick, if you get hurt, you get in a car accident, right? I'm not saying that it's perfect, but at least you still have people doing work so revenue is coming in so you can pay your freaking bills, right? I'm not saying you're killing it and your business doesn't have to be 100% systemized, but if you're by yourself, your business stops. If you have staff in place, it at least keeps operating, which is huge if some type of crisis comes along. And lastly, um, you know, it's obviously selling. I did a podcast on this a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, talking about selling a business and why you want to build a sellable business. The only way to build a sellable business is to, is to uh, create a large company that's systemized, period, okay? 
You need staff. You need a team. I've heard multiple people say this. Uh, Grant Cardone said it the other day. You know, there's this weird movement right now of uh, solopreneurs, I guess you would call them. And all these people wanting to do these solopreneur type businesses because they don't want to deal with people. They don't want to. And I get it. Right. And some of them work. But the reality is, if you look at anybody successful, even if they started by themselves in the beginning, if they built anything great, they always had a team around them. Right. They eventually had to hire a great uh, group of people to work with them. And our businesses are no different. Like your business will not be great unless you hire a great team to be around you. And when you do that, and when you get that infrastructure in place, you have a great team around you. Now you've got an asset, right? I look at my business the same way I would look at a Roth IRA for retirement, a 401k. Man, at the end of the day, whenever I'm ready to pull the trigger on this thing, I have an asset that I can sell, right? And make a boatload of money on and put that away for retirement or paying off my house or whatever I want to do with it, right? That's how I look at my business. And you guys need to be looking at your businesses the exact same way. You need to build your business in a way where when you look at it, you say, yeah, that's an asset, okay? It's not a liability. It's an asset. In my opinion, an owner operator is a liability, okay? I couldn't wake up every morning and go clean windows or go cut grass and do it by myself, even if I'm making 100 grand a year and feel at ease because I've got a wife, I've got a kid, I've got a house payment, I've got a couple dogs, right? I've got bills just like everybody. And sure, I'm paying those bills, you know, with my $100,000 salary, no problem. But man, what if something happens? Like my personality, I would be in panic almost all the time because you know, although we can't plan for the worst, we can prepare for the worst. And I feel like being an owner operator is almost being selfish in a way for a couple of reasons. First, it's being selfish to your family because if something happens to you, your family's going down with you, right? All because you're scared of, you know, someone's going to ruin your reputation or you're scared they're not going to do as good of a job as you. I'm going to give you a quick wake up call on that. You're right. They are not going to do as good of a job as you. And, you know, they probably will not build your reputation like you would. However, okay, when we get callbacks because maybe our employees missed a window or there was a little bit of mold left on the siding or whatever the case is, we have plans and infrastructure in place where we go out and we fix that job immediately. And so now guess what happens? We become the company that didn't do that good of a job to the company that stood behind their work, got back out there within 24 hours and fixed the job, okay? When you do that, you become a hero to people and then they trust you. And so listen, it's, I agree. You want to do the work as good as you can. But at the end of the day, owner operators, you got to stop using that as an excuse because I've built a large business with employees and tons of other people have too. And we still have a great reputation and our clients still love us. And no, we may not make every single client as happy as we could as if I were on the truck, but it just doesn't matter. Okay. It just doesn't matter. If you have systems in place to help you have great customer service at the end of the day, you being on the truck is just small thinking. It's just the way it is guys. So I think you can tell where I'm leaning um, with this. I just don't understand the argument, you know, unless you're like, listen, you know, I'm single, you know, I'm, I'm financially fine. I'm set. I don't want a big business. That's cool. 
Like, I don't think everybody should have a big business. However, I think it's smart to have something in place if something were to happen. That way, you can still operate your life and your family. So those are kind of my thoughts on the owner-operator versus multi-truck large operation. Um, I hope the guys out there, because we work with a lot of owner-operators. Listen, everybody starts that way. Everybody. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. However, when you're in year three, four, five, and you're still finding yourself as an owner-operator and you don't want to be, it's probably because you're doing something wrong. Or if you do want to be, I challenge you to ask yourself really deep down why. Is it because you're scared? Because what we find is a lot of people are scared to make the jump, right? It is scary. Like I remember sending my first employee out on a truck to do a job by himself. I was sitting in my office and I was like, this is the weirdest feeling ever. Like normally it's me or it's my partner, Jake. And I didn't know what to do. Like it was scary, right? And then he came back and he gave me a check. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how that works. Next day, he went out and did three more jobs, brought three more checks back. I didn't do any of the work. We didn't get a call back. They, we serviced them again later that year. They were happy. That's when it clicked me like, wow, this is actually possible. No, it's not perfect, but it's possible. And I would venture to believe that if any owner operator could taste the way a systemized multi-truck business operated, they would be hungry to switch over to that in a second. But the problem is most people are too scared. So I'll leave it there. If you guys uh, you know, have a friend who's an owner-operator, he's a diehard, share this podcast with him and maybe we can change his mind. <laughs> or listen, I'm not hating on anybody who wants to be an owner-operator. I just want to share with you guys maybe some of the things you haven't thought about, right? And so that's my job. So I love you guys. Hope you're doing well. Again, uh, leave us a review if you can. That would mean the world to us. We might even start reading these reviews off a little bit, uh, giving shout outs to people and stuff like that. But we're really growing the Instagram. We've got like 800 some followers. We want to get to over a thousand here, um, at least by December. So go follow us on Instagram, Service Industry Marketer. Follow us on YouTube, Service Industry Coach. And until next week, we will talk to you later.